Hi guys, welcome to Film Happy Hour. This is a podcast where I'll be reviewing movies and TV shows with the assistance of cocktails. Every week I'll have a guest that has an interest in film and TV and get their opinions on the films or the TV shows that they have been watching lately. From writers and directors to everyday movie lovers, I want to talk to everyone. Now, I fumbled today because I don't have a cocktail. So if there's a cocktail that you've tried at a club, bar, lounge whatever and you want to let me know and you want me to try it go ahead I don't take coffee so let's try no coffee based (laughs) cocktails please and yeah aside from that I'm really down for anything I'm trying to get accustomed to gin but I feel like gin has a certain taste that I'm not equipped for or something I don't know it's very uh, it's very dominant in its taste and in its smell I'm more of a tequila lover tequila based cocktails tequila just i love tequila shots all the tequilas <laughs> i love tequila okay now while we get off my <laughs> love of tequila we are going to focus on one movie today and one tv show now the movie we're going to focus on is Jurassic world dominion that came out this year um the beginning of june and then we're going to talk about the umbrella academy season three which came out uh, a couple days ago as well. You're listening to Film Happy Hour with Snow. Now, I kind of wanted to keep it lighthearted because it's just me today. I don't have a guest. So I don't want it to be like really long with you guys listening to me talk for no reason. So... Without wasting any more time, let's get into the film. Now, the film stars Chris Pratt, who you may recognise as Star-Lord for Guardians of the Galaxy, Bryce Dallas Howard. She was in the film before this one. We have the OGs that come in from the Jurassic Park prequels. And that's Laura Dem, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, We've got B.D. Wong. He was also one of the scientists from the films of prior we've got omar sai who you might recognize from lupin and justice smith he's got a couple of films under his belt the most recent one that i can think of is pokemon he plays um a, a boy looking for his son what a boy looking for his father um he yeah it just looks suspicious so that's pretty much but it's with pokemon I really liked that film, by the way. I don't think it's going to get a sequel, but I kind of wish it did. I really liked it. Um, It came out the same time around Sonic. And so Sonic has a number two and I'm like, where's Pokemon's? But like, I don't know. Word through the grapevine is that it might happen. It might not happen. You know how um, movie film industry stuff is a bit, you never know what will actually be um coming through especially for a sequel um the duration of the film is two hours and 27 minutes it didn't feel that long when i was watching it if i'm being honest so there's that it says two hours but i didn't feel like it was two hours the bio of the film the way it's described is four years after the destruction of island of blah that was um the place where the dinosaurs were being held in the previous film dinosaurs now live and hunt amongst humans all over the world this fragile balance will reshape the future and determine once and for all whether human beings are able to remain the apex predators on the planet they now share with history's most fearsome creatures in a new era i think that was beautifully described by the way um 
So, yeah, we got to see. So this film is the last one in the installment of the Jurassic World films. You know, we had the Jurassic Park, now we have Jurassic World. So this is the last one of that franchise, which is why I kind of, I was really glad that they brought the OGs. So before me, like, I begin to nitpick the film and everything, here is the trailer. That's impossible. Hey, girl. You look just like your mother. I promise you, I am gonna get her back. Genetic power has now been unleashed. We made a terrible mistake. Doomsday clock might be about out of time. If our world's gonna survive, what matters is what we do now. I could use your expertise. You coming or what? A baby raptor? I made a promise we would bring her home. You made a promise? To a dinosaur. Yeah. Why? Everybody hold on to somebody. That can't be right. Carnivore the world has ever seen. Run! See? Not so bad. Okay, so now that you've heard the trailer. Um, hopefully it gave you like a glimpse of what to expect from the film and it's pretty much just it all coming together and sealing it off and you know just saying bye to get it but I think it was a I think it was a pretty standard finale in a franchise I think like it wasn't like amazing it wasn't like great like the story wasn't like wow do you know what I mean it was like okay cool I can see that you're wrapping things up and I think I like that, um, especially for someone that can't deal with um, cliffhangers. So it was nice to see. But yeah, I just feel like it's a carefree film. I don't feel like it's something that needs to be nitpicked. Like, I think everything is mediocre, but not like a bad mediocre, like a good mediocre. You know, not every film that you need to watch needs to be so intense or it needs to be so involved with you, like at the edge of your seat or something. I just, I feel like these family films are pretty, pretty nice when it's just like, okay, A, B, C and D. That's it. We're just on a constant wave, constant trajectory that we don't really need to be shaking. You obviously had its kind of like jumps here and there, but like depending on how easily you're scared, do you know what I mean? How easily you can be um 
shocked and stuff. That's how it happened. But I think Jeff was really good. I feel like Jeff... Jeff plays himself in, um, in films. Like, he's just... Especially, like, right now, I'm thinking of Thor Ragnarok. Like, he is just doing his thing. He's there for a good time, not a long time. And I really like how that translates on screen. Um, so there is that. Also, Chris Pratt, I think, was seeing him in different environments especially in storytelling and film is really good too because it kind of shows you that he can play a family man he can play a animal trainer he can play a um what did you call those an assassin do you know what i mean like he's kind of showing you that you can't put me in a box which is really good because you know being typecast isn't the best thing um and i feel like he's still kind of showing himself in the film industry and whatnot and I think that's pretty cool um to see because when I watch him I don't feel uncomfortable especially like like now I've just thought of him in Lego and like he doesn't sound out of place but I am confused about how he's gonna do Mario because I don't know I just feel like that film is <sighs> anyway let me not shit on a film that hasn't even come out yet so but let me know what you thought about it i don't think it was like i don't feel like it was even worth reviewing really because it was just like uh, oh that's rude it was just like oh all right here it is there you go here's our film like it was just like there do you know what i mean i don't feel like the trailers over um oversold it or undersold it it just especially if you've i can't there were moments where they did like cameos and throwbacks and little cute easter eggs but like not easter eggs in terms of what to come it's the easter eggs of what has already been so i kind of like that stuff especially if you know the history of the films and you've watched all of them and stuff you see stuff and you're like oh that's from that's um throwing recognition to this and that and the third and whatever and it's really good like an example this is a spoiler review anyway um when we begin to see the ogs they put in the theme tune but like subtly and I was like, that's really cute. There's a bit where the dinosaur is walking past like a O shape. And then it looks like the Jurassic sign. You know how it's a dinosaur in the O. So I thought that, you know, small, small, cute things like that. So I thought that was really good. I didn't really have high expectations, like I mentioned before. And also even looking at the Rotten Tomato score, it's got 77% by the audience. So the audience were loving it because I really feel like it's for everyone. Like... It's really, it's, I wouldn't say, is it a PG film before I give it its own rating? Um, it's just, yeah, you take a family. But I think my favourite one out of the three is the first one. I think the first one was the best one. Um, yeah, but, you know, they did their thing. It's over and it's over. <laughs> so, but let me know what you thought if you um, enjoyed it or if you didn't enjoy it. If you didn't enjoy it, why? If you did enjoy it, why? Like, I kind of want to get different opinions. I don't want to just have my own, which is kind of another reason as to why I made this podcast. Now, that's it on Jurassic World, uh, you know. Um, if you do want to be opinionated about what I said or what you were feeling that it didn't translate properly, you can get to me on Film Happy Hour. Now, we are going into the TV show bit, The Umbrella Academy. Now... With the Umbrella Academy, before I even get into who it stars, how long the episodes are, I like comic book-based stories. Majority of the time, I wouldn't say all the time. Majority of the time, if 
the storytelling is right and the chemistry within the characters are good and everything it translates really like for me it just it matters on translating on screen do you know what i mean in theory things can sound weird but when you watch it on your phone laptop ipad whatever wherever cinema wherever you watch what you're going to watch if it looks organic i'm down for it and the umbrella academy gave that when they were doing the trailers for it from season one so i was really excited then also finding out you know that robert sheehan was going to be in it and i love him do you know what i mean um but seeing that i've mentioned the cast uh we've got elliot page who you may recognize from inception you've got tom hopper you've got emmy raver lampman you've got robert sheehan which i've um, mentioned already he's from skins if you watch skins when you're growing up or and now it's on the uk netflix i don't know about other countries we've got aiden gallagher who i am actually amazed by his acting skills throughout season one to three and i'll talk about that later we've got justin h min and we've got a couple other people who i may not have mentioned because i didn't want to be listing out like a ton of people on average, the episodes are 15 minutes to an hour long. You get the odd one hour 20 and one hour five and stuff. But in, like, inconsist- inconsistency, it's 40 minutes. Well, sorry, 15 minutes to an hour. The bio, like, how the show starts from season one. What it's about is a family of former child heroes now grown apart must reunite to protect the world. Now, when we focus on season three, it's after averting doomsday in Dallas, the siblings must return to a very different academy now ruled by the powerful and hostile sparrows. So this is a spoiler review. And before I even begin to nitpick the bio, here is the trailer. This isn't your home. What are you talking about? This is the Umbrella Academy. This is the Sparrow Academy. Shit. When we jumped here, we created a time paradox. Our little paradox brought forth a freaking Kugelblitz. What the hell is a Kugelblitz? Essentially, we're screwed. see Ben, right? Yeah, and he's a complete dickhead. They're all dickheads. Dickheads who can fight. The next person to say dickhead is getting a punch to the throat. Dickhead. 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 We caused a paradox, and that paradox is swallowing things. How long do we have? Four, maybe five days before the rest of existence is blitzed. Not to mention, we've been replaced by a bunch of blobs and cubes and birds and shit. Your team's good, but I don't think you're better than me. I ended the world twice. And you, you're just meat and spandex. Dad didn't adopt us as babies, but those babies still existed here. So, if you ever see your other self... Kill them. Sleep with them. Avoid them. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, come on, as if you wouldn't climb Luther Mountain. If I kill you, do we get our Ben back? What the hell did you just say? What are you, their mascot? More like their ringer. It's a ballroom Been looking for you. Spoiler alert. 
And just like that, that was the trailer for The Umbrella Academy, season three. Now, with The Umbrella Academy, I just like how they reinvert, reinvent different ways of them ending the world, <laughs> you know? And it's, it sounds pretty dramatic and everything. Ending the world, yeah, no, that's what they do. They do that. We um, Season one was Vanya, who is now Victor. They kind of put you on the process of that through season, through season two and season three. I really like how they placed Elliot because, you know, um, if you are up to date with um, his journey and him becoming comfortable and happy with his own body, they put that into the storytelling of Vanya to Victor. And I really appreciate that they did that. And they also educated people that don't know, that kind of, that don't understand people who may feel that kind of sense of need to be free in being who they are. So I thought that was beautifully put and I think it was wrote really well, especially with the help of Elliot to ensure that they are true to the people that can that will relate to that stuff. And I feel like even coming to um, bring that as a black woman, seeing a lot of the stuff that they're doing in making sure that children can recognize themselves, not even just as a black individual, but um, as someone that may not identify as cisgender, um, they can, they're beginning to see themselves. Um, people that may be, that may not look exactly like this, you know, the standard beauty trait you know, that's been forced down, people are beginning to recognise, you know, we're seeing a lot of Asians on screen, just look at Bridgerton, like, so many Asians were happy, and they felt, they felt seen and stuff, and I feel like that's beautiful, and I feel like it's an amazing time to be alive, to see that kind of stuff, because before you didn't even realise, you didn't even recognise that that kind of stuff was being put in your head, but now, with everyone um, talking about it, and with everyone saying, you know what, no, we need more people like it's even translating in people's workplaces even like it's just it's it's lovely I think it's really nice I think it's great mate anyway back to the Umbrella Academy um I haven't read the comics so I don't really know if they're being true to everything but the storytelling is nice and I know that the creator and the writer of the books is in involved in the storytelling and how um, everything comes together so when I hear that I'm I'm content because I hate it when they like a producer or a writer or whatever finds the book and then pitches it and then they do it but they haven't really got the okay from the author and they haven't got the author in the room and that's how they ruin stuff like look at Avatar if you if you've watched Avatar the film not Avatar the blue people Avatar Ang and Hop no is that her name Hop you know whatever you know <laughs> you've got all those people and then you've watched the tv show you know how it's supposed to be you know ang is going through all of this so you can fight the big bad to get it and then you watch the film and you're just like what is this this ain't it and you find out the creators of avatar the last airbender weren't even involved in the film so how are they supposed to make it true to the story and so Coming back to the Umbrella Academy. I feel like that's really good. But people are complaining about the season that it's lost kind of sight and it's boring and whatever. But I feel like, first of all, if your show gets to a free season on Netflix, that's a complete shout. Like, that means you're doing something good. You know, Netflix loves to cancel after a season one. So if you get to season three, 
perfect. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I feel like season four needs to happen. I feel, I feel like season four will be the last season, though, because I don't see the Umbrella Academy going longer than that. But, yeah, yeah, I don't see it doing, like, a, a Stranger Things kind of thing. But anyway, we'll talk about Stranger Things later, because I have so much to unpack on that. Um, but I haven't even spoken about this season on the Umbrella Academy. It pretty much just starts with the Sparrows and the Umbrellas fighting... And then we find out how the sparrows even came to be because in season two, the Umbrella Academy jumped to the past and then they met, um, they met their father and then told them and whatever and they met whatever and then his father's like, no, I don't want you guys. Well, he doesn't say that then, but when the Umbrella Academy go back to the year of 2019, no, 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 that's too much, 2021, 22, whatever, um, he says yeah like you guys were failures and i didn't want failures or whatever but then we come to the end of the film and he pretty much started this whole thing so he could be with his wife so it's it's kind of a mess up because everywhere you see hargreaves 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 that's their name hargreaves hargreaves you know so he kind of built his own world and now they don't have powers at all so that's kind of that's something you know i kind of i really like that well i really like the umbrella academy i'm not gonna lie to you it's got 89% on average on the tomato score and 79% of the audience. So they're pretty doing good. They're doing good in what they're doing. But I personally don't feel like, I don't think it was oversold this season, but I feel like it, you need to give it time. With season three, you need to give it time because they're doing dance sequences in like episode one. And I don't like dance sequences. I hate them. Um, like they have one in The Boys. That's a TV show that I'm going to talk about as well. And it's just like, what's the need? Like, why are you doing that? There's no need for that at all. At all. So, um, well, people like them. It is what it is. But I definitely recommend you to watch The Umbrella Academy if you like supernatural stuff, if you like powers, if you like um, chaos in family. I kind of like that that's at the, the heart of the show. It's just family. And you can even see how they all go about the transition of Vanya to Victor, how they all love her but they all love different because of how they were raised and so you can also see the comparison between the umbrellas and the sparrows and i don't know i just i kind of liked this kind of alternative view alternative outlook onto um how their father was with the umbrellas and how their father was with the sparrows and how they how different groups turned out to be and there's a wedding in there we find out people's powers get more developed. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of, I don't feel like season three was stagnant. I really feel like they, they're still going, but they're going at a, uh, a smaller pace. But it makes sense. It stays true to the story, I feel like. Because I feel like as long as they don't divert too far from what the main focus is. And I feel like the main focus of the Umbrella Academy is family and love and being together as a group more than being together as crime fighting individuals. And I feel like every situation they're placed in and put in, that's at the heart of it. Like somebody's pregnant and you just you just see how all of them just merge back into each other. Like they fight and whatever and they cuss each other out. But at the like there's a fight that happens, not a physical one, a verbal one, that happens during the show. And one of the umbrella siblings is like this is not how we fight like because at the end of the day the heart of the umbrellas is love and family you know and i think that's beautiful i don't know how i've managed to make the umbrella academy so lovely and sweet when when you watch it there's murder there's guts there's decapitation there's all of that (laughs) 
I would definitely recommend it to watch. I think today was a um, two for two in recommending to watch. If you like family oriented films and family lightheartedness films, watch Jurassic World. And if you like sci-fi, like heavy sci-fi and um, CGI and editing and VFX, then I recommend The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Now, recommendations or honorable mentions um, would be Top Gun, Maverick. I love Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise will go in anything from sci-fi and him being a mummy to Top Gun to Mission Impossible to um, what's the sci-fi one with aliens where Liv repeat? No, that's not what it's called though. But he's in an alien suit. A non-alien suit. Um, he's in Edge of Tomorrow. That's what it's called. He's in, uh, what is it called? He's in Machinery. That's sorry. I don't know why I forgot what machinery. And then yeah, Tom Cruise and his versatility is amazing, and it works for him, and he translated really well on screen. So I definitely watched Top Gun. I'm not gonna put in a trailer because I don't want this episode to be really long. But it's a prequel. It's a sequel to the 1968 hit Top Gun, and it's basically individuals that are brought together to fight for the United States Navy, and they go from being just the really good the best in their area to competing with the best of the best to become you know maverick and then um see so, uh the second one this one that we're talking about today um it kind of focuses on a tragedy that happened in the first one and the implications of tom cruise's character trying to protect someone i don't want to ruin it i don't want to ruin this one this one's spoiler free so it's just pretty much uh it's, pretty, it's very holistic in um, the emotions of shame, guilt, love, those kind of things. What those emotions push you to do to protect someone that you care about or the in memory of someone that you cared about. So I would definitely recommend Top Gun. And then the TV shows that I'd recommend. I was going to review The Boys, but I want to review The Boys when it finishes. And I wanted to review Stranger Things, but I want to review Stranger Things when it finishes. And also, I want to get, like, a really um, good guest for those two shows. So, yeah. Now, Stranger Things Season 4. You know what I mean. That's something, something. Episode Volume 2 comes out tomorrow, which I'm ecstatic and excited about. I've been telling everyone, don't forget Friday, Stranger Things Season 2. Don't forget 1st of July, Stranger Things um, Volume 2 now the fourth season up to now has been split into three plot lines the first plot line is that ten the teenagers were killed in different ways plot line number two um mike visits 11 will and jonathan in california and you just see where that goes and then the third one would be about it which is focused on joyce and murray trying to suss out what's happened with Jim, whether he's alive or whether he's dead and this, that, and the third. So how they were able to do all of that in eight seasons and also, also bring it all the way back to season one and explain, I don't know, you know what? I'm in love with the writers of those things <laughs> because how they've been able, like I rewatched it after um, volume one came out again, just to ensure that I've got it, just to make sure that did they really understand are they lying to us? Do you know what I mean? Nah, it really goes full circle. And this is what um TV shows aim to do. Do you know what I mean? But these guys have, have done it so flawlessly that it's even shocking to me that there's a volume two. Like I'm more, and there's going to be a season five. So, you know what I mean? Like my head is, I don't know if you can hear it. Like, 
Like, I am so excited about what they're going to do. I don't feel like they're going to mess it up because they haven't. My favourite season is season three um, because of Billy. Not because he's beautiful, but because of... I don't know. I feel like everyone was living their life and then he just came and made a ruckus. And so I really like that. And then also we had the Russians and the Soviet Union and all this, that, and a third. It's, oh, I love so many things. I definitely recommend you to watch. If you don't, do you know what's so funny? I hated this show. A couple months ago, I was like, ew, so many things, ew, no. Uh, I was like, I tried it. I've tried it so many times, it doesn't work. But then I realised there's so many things that I tried, like Game of Thrones, I tried so many times and it refused. It just refused to register with me and this was my favourites. Now, Stranger Things, it, it was, a, yeah, it was really weird for me and whatever. Now, I'm rooting for it. I root for that show. So, what I've, I've recommended everything to <laughs> I recommended that you watch Stranger Things, Top Gun Maverick, The Umbrella Academy and Drastic. Jurassic World. I recommend all of those. Let me know what you think. If you have a deep love for Stranger Things, let me know. If you have a hatred for it, why? Let me know. I kind of want to get into it and see if I can steer you back to Hawkins. <laughs> see what I did there? But um, not to keep you guys back any longer than I have to. Thank you so much for listening. And season two is looking really good for us. If you want to subscribe on, we are on Apple Podcasts and we're on Spotify. I'm trying to get us on Google, but you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of a sticky one there. Um, but still do let me know if you have opinions or you have your own review that you made and you want me to read it or you want me to listen to it, just at me at Film Happy Hour. That's the best place you can get my attention. That would be on Twitter and on social, well, all socials. But I have been your host, Snow, and I hope you guys have a lovely, jubbly Thursday because I know I am. I'm literally, like, right now, I'm trying to finish Stranger Things Volume 1 so that I'm ready for Volume 2 tomorrow. Like, that's literally my day today. If you're like, oh, so what are you doing? I'm finishing Stranger Things. <laughs> I'm finishing Stranger Things. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a lovely weekend. And I'll be back same time, same place, next week Thursday. Bye.